0: pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches.
3: What
5: up, y'all? It's Snaps, presented by FanDuel. Football season's here, and you already know there's no better place to get in on the action than, you guessed it, FanDuel. As far as the app itself goes, look, it's safe, it's easy, it's secure. I've been using it for a while now. There's always great exclusive offers. Dude, on Thursday night, you get a free $10 same-game parlay. Like, it's completely free. If you lose, you get that money back to bet again with. And when you do win, you'll get paid fast, which is very important because you can win in a lot of ways, right? Spread, money line over, unders, totals, futures, props all of it same game parlays it's all there for you the live betting you can even live bet same game parlays what are you talking about here so use the promo code snaps and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season snaps Ah-ha. Must be 21 and president select states only. Gambling problem? 1 800, next step, or text next step to 53342. Arizona. Call 1 800 gambler or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Colorado, Indiana, Minneapolis, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1 888 789 7777. Or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut 1 800 9 with it indiana 1-877-770 stop in louisiana 1-877-8 hope ny or text hope ny 467 369 new york tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789 tennessee one 800 522 wyoming or visit www www.1800gambler.net west virginia Yo, 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 yo. What is up, everyone? Welcome. In, I mean, Jesus, dude, my, my voice is awful. I I, I mean, there, there, there's nothing to be done about this. This is Snaps fault. This all started on Thursday with the very fun, very excellent Snaps live show in Baton Rouge. It's been a bit of a bender, boys. It's been a bit of a bender, but, 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 but. At the end of the day, Aaron, the bottom line is you play to win the game. Okay.
3: And so, yes.
5: Have I been burning the candles at both ends? Absolutely. Have I done irreparable damage to my liver and or heart? My blood feels very thick right now. Absolutely. Probably. But you know what else fucking happened, Aaron Murray? LSU just beat the hell out of Ole Piss. And I just got to watch Texas a and lose to South Carolina. (laughs) Are you kidding me, dude? A great, great. Great Saturday for the boys, Aaron. What's up, dude? How are we feeling, my bro? Man, what's up?
3: What's up? Uh, my dogs obviously were off this weekend, so I was just chilling, watching the rest of college football. Hell yeah! And uh, I, I was, you know, I, I know you. Like you say you're you're VFL for life. I feel like I'm a little bit, you know, go Tigers for life. I don't know what the hell you guys. You call are. Talented, you, but, you are in the club. Yeah.
5: You you faith when I did not. You are Craig. You you forced me. I forced you to pressure. bet. Yep. At the live show to make the third biggest bet of my life on LSU. Everybody said it was an awful idea. It was going to go sideways. And guess what? It did not Aaron Murray. You finally won me some money, dude. That's right, dude. Third time's a charm. Shout out, FanDuel Sports. Thank you, Aaron. I needed that peer pressure. Thank you very you much. You did.
3: You needed it. LSU needed it. It was a big win for the boys today. And it was it was a little scary earlier. I was really about to text you like, "Damn it, T. Bob, you really fucked up LSU by betting was- <laughs> again." They were down by like fourteen in the first quarter. I uh, was like, "Gee, T. What'd you do now?"
5: That was wild to watch that game go from seventeen to three to 45-20 Was uh, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was it was absurd. But that's kind of who this LSU team has been. But look, look, we'll talk Tigers. By the way, Aaron. Your LSU take, spot on with more quarterback design runs for Jaden Daniels. One of the I key you, parts of the today, they did the more of it ball. than they had done at all this year. They ran the ball more generally. That's why you should listen to Aaron Murray when he talks on snaps. He, he 23, up carries film. For
3: 23 carries Look, for Jaden. 23. 23.
5: And then and again, the key there is that these were designed. Normally this year, that has not actually been the case. So shout out, Aaron. Freaking nailed it, dude. All right. Um, I love, I love Beamer, dude. I, I love Shane Beamer. His energy is incredible. He looks so happy right now. I am I am down to say that I love Cox, okay? And I am not going to support any other SECD's team. Now, I kind of like Athens and the Bulldogs are fine. I'm not saying that I'm hating on your Bulldogs, but I'm talking about like if it were, you know, between the Kentuckys and everybody else. You know, yeah, yeah, Georgia and yeah. Tennessee above everybody. The lower tier, I'm rolling with the Cox, dude. Shout out Beamer Ball, baby. Getting it done. And what happens now, dude, think about this, Aaron Murray. South Carolina just beat AM to move to 5-2 and two on the year and just sent the Aggies to 3-4. and four. Mm-hmm three and four south carolina moving to five and two sending the aggies to three and four aaron you called this you were heavy on the money line you didn't even care when i lost you a half point on, on 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 getting your bets in late what like what what how like how like well what did you see that led you to believe that this is going to be the case
3: well the only thing i i i saw and knew was the fact that haynes king was going to be the quarterback for AM. and m i think mean, it, us, I've played. I've played in that stadium, and 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 it's one of the most intimidating places in in all of America to play, especially at night. You know, they get sandstorm rolling; like it is a it's a nightmare. And if you're not a good quarterback and you don't get good talent around you, it's going to end up being a horrific night of football. And 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 listen, Haynes had his moments, and there were times during the game where it was like, all right, Haynes doesn't actually look that bad. Uh, made probably some of the best throws that I've seen him in the past two years, but. It just was a bad start. You know, South Carolina gets the punt return, or excuse me, kickoff return for a touchdown. Um, there was some miscommunication between the offensive line and Haynes turns into a fumble. South Carolina then turns that into a touchdown. The, one of the stupidest things I've seen for for Jimbo continuing to be, or we, we talked about as this offensive mastermind, they were doing. And an, I'll let you talk about this a little bit, T. Bob, because you're an offensive lineman. Yeah, they were yeah. doing cadence on the road. In a, yeah, an extremely what, hostile dude, what, environment what, what? in the shotgun. What? Yes. What? Yes. I saw that. Not, that saw that at not the, end of the game. Literally the quarterback doing I've never seen it in my life. And it caused a fumble. It caused multiple yeah. uh, full starts. I'm sitting back like why why are you why are you making it harder than it has to be? So I don't know. Bruh. You tell me if it's an lineman, did you ever play in a game on the road in the SEC where it wasn't a silence kit silent cadence?
5: Hell no, dude. If you were able to go voice, that meant it was mission accomplished. That meant like pack it up. We've kicked their ass. We're getting ready to go. These last couple series, whatever. We can just start using cadence. Hell no, dude. You had that. That is absurd. And 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 you know what? I'm so glad that you mentioned the environment at South Carolina because I don't feel like it probably gets as much appreciation as it should. Because Aaron. South Carolina has been bad at football forever. Like, if you actually look at their history, there may not be another team in the country that has played as much football as South Carolina with so little success. They've been playing since 1892. Since 1892. And and outside of the Spurrier years, where I think they stacked, what, like, was it three 10-win seasons? Yeah, they went. Okay, yeah, they so it's per year. They were, they were they 11 when, when I was in school. Yeah.
3: They were 11
5: So they went 11 to 2, 11 to 2, and 11 to 2, 11 to 13. Aaron, in 100 years of football outside of that, over 100, they have one 10 win season. One 10 mm-hmm. win. And I don't bring this up to crap on them, I bring this up to give them credit because the fans still love it. The fans still show up, and the fans still go hard, dude. Sandstorms pops. I remember how aggressive that environment was. I'm so happy for them that they're getting to enjoy a win like this, enjoy a win the Kentucky win, because that is a long-suffering fan base. And if there's one thing that I love in sports – it's when a fan base gets a little, uh, you know, yeah, like it's, it's whatever. It's the underdog, you know. When a yeah. fan base that has been largely ignored and crapped on gets a little juice, man. So that feels right. okay. Anything to add on South Carolina before we start shitting on A
3: and M, which
5: is just as much. Uh, fun.
3: We, we are about to <laughs> unleash. Well, you know what's crazy? I mean, we look at the beginning of the season for for South Carolina. Yeah, you know, they won versus Georgia State. and That was a pretty ugly win. I mean, it was a ball game for I would say two or three quarters. They lose to Arkansas. They lose to Georgia. Uh, Spencer Rattler looks like crap, and then all of a sudden, Charlotte and uh, South Carolina City he starts kind of picking it up, man, taking care of the football, yeah, more accurate, yeah. more RPOs, get the ball of his hands. Played uh, played well versus Kentucky, then played well again tonight versus Texas A&M. So, like, all of a sudden, you're starting to see what we thought Spencer Rattler could be, you know, because what he was two years ago at Oklahoma was great. Obviously, got benched last year. Still had a decent year before he got benched, and we all can see why Caleb Williams is an absolute freak. And then came into this season is like, did he lose his juice? Did he lose his mojo? Did he lose that, you know, Heisman like mentality? And that's what it looked like, especially after Georgia, like, damn, this kid's rough feed in the wrong spots, throwing interceptions, but he turned it around and, and they got the run game going to help him out a little bit, take some pressure off him. They've been just dominating on the, on the ground. Uh, This is a really good football team. You, You talked about their record five and two right now. Uh, obviously, they're not going to win the SEC East. There's no chance with Georgia and Tennessee. But you look at their schedule: Missouri, Vandy, Florida—three very winnable games. Last year, where they win seven games, yeah. you have a chance to yeah. match that these next two weeks. I think they they get to seven and two. They can beat Florida. It's going to be tough, but they can beat Florida, and they ain't going to beat Tennessee. But damn it, the way Clemson looked today, Clemson is vulnerable, man. Dude, they they got I, some I, issues. I... In a lot of places. So that game is going to be interesting at the end of the season.
5: I, I, boys, I don't know what's going on, Aaron. I am starting to loathe Clemson. I am starting to hate them with every fiber of my body, and and we'll get to Mm -hmm. them. But the reason is they're just not deserving. And they're nope. going to go undefeated. And there are multiple one-loss teams that I would like better than Clemson that I would want to put in over Clemson. And I'm worried that's not going to happen. Okay, look, a lot of people tell me you got to stop drinking in the chat. I absolutely understand it, but but to be clear, guys, lost voice is not synonymous with drunk. Okay, this is being tired and maybe a little bit of drunkenness. Um, okay, so uh, let, let's 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 get to uh, Texas A&M here then because. Just now, Aaron, South Carolina's up 24-21, and they went on an eight-play, 80-yard drive to close out the game. And, look, we talk all about Jimbo and the failing offense, but we do talk about the talent they have, right, and that defense should be good. You just let South Carolina punch you in the nose. I mean, they just bullied you. That ain't fluky. Eight plays, 80 yards, close out the game. They're and 2 you're three and four Texas A&M right now is in full implosion mode. And I've seen this firsthand, dude. It feels awful. I've seen it firsthand. Um, Brum brought up a couple good examples. Uh, Like, I mean, it's kind of like Mullen last year, dude, how quickly the end can come. I don't like if you have a brittle culture, which it feels like Texas A&M has a brittle culture. This is the type of loss that can shatter you. And, and, and I think, Contextually, why it gets so interesting with AM is they just obviously, we all know this, they just got literally the best recruiting class of all time, right? So the future should be bright. But whether this is right or wrong, we all believe it. They did it by, in a very mercenary way, by paying people, right? And so I like, as a social experiment, I am fascinated to see what happens in the transfer portal era. With nil and everything, what happens to this a and m t? Like, are these players going to pack up and fold and go sell their you know sell their swords elsewhere, or is this young core going to be like, no, we're going to change it, stick around and try to make it happen? And that's not even getting to whether or not Jimbo's in there. But like, I, the a and m right now is in full self destruct mode.
3: Yeah. I, well, first of all, I don't see these kids are going anywhere. the The, the one big thing is they're getting paid a ton of money. I think right now like uh, listen I have an NIL company I work with these kids all they care about is money like it is crazy how much my phone is blowing up especially from your damn LSU football players about what am I getting hey, paid they're fucking ass. Oh, they're are right them now, boys dude, fine let's them. They, go like, dude. Pay. <laughs> I mean like, all, all these no, kids care about go. money like let's let's go be put ourselves in their shoes 18 20 year old kid I want to get paid and and if I stay at yeah. A&M, there is the thought that, like, hey, man, we're building something. We got this incredible recruiting class. We had a great recruiting class the year before. And we're getting more money than probably anyone else in the country. Why the hell would I leave that opportunity to get paid? Yeah. And, and Jimbo continue to sell the hope of, and the dream of, hey, next year, next year, next year, next year, next year. So, no, I don't see any kind of mass exodus of players. It's a good point. You may see that if, say, say Jimbo does get paid. Uh, you know, paid out than than possibly, but I, once again, ninety million dollars—that's a little bit unrealistic too. So, no, these kids are going to stay. It is a lot of talent on that roster. I mean, my big issue right now is Jimbo's getting paid all that money, and you're not going to make a bowl game this year. Like they're not. Right, so, right so now, you do. can't tell me what? if you look at their schedule at what? three and four. With, with five games to go. So you have to win three Life. of your next five games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ole Miss, Florida, Auburn, UMass, and LSU. Right now, Ole Miss, I know they got their ass whooped today. Ole Miss is a better football team. Uh, yeah, Florida 100%, is a better football 100%. team. Yep. Auburn, it's at Auburn. Auburn may be a damn better football team for, from what I've seen so damn. far. UMass, no. LSU, no. Like, I don't know if there's going to be a game that they'll be favored going forward besides UMass so uh all of a sudden you're running into the risk of being a five and seven football team with jimbo getting paid all that money with the kids getting paid all that money uh with with incredible recruiting classes like i'd be frustrated as hell but what are you going to do are you really thinking you're going to give that man 90 million dollars to pack up and leave you're not so we might as well not even bitch about it and moan about it if you're a Texas name fan unless you want to start some go gofundme page you you're going to see the same thing next year most likely not as bad. So, okay. I was I was it. it ain't gonna be as bad next year. It'll be a little bit better. There'll be an a fourteen next year. Okay, okay, okay. So a couple of things here. First off,
5: shout out to Chris Mollett in the chat. Go Buckeyes. He says just found this channel and it's awesome. Go Bucks. Hell yeah, man. The Buckeyes looking good. Dude. just just cruising. They look great. We'll talk about them uh probably during the week next week. But um you're right, dude. It's now, now it, it is it is very tough to imagine paying Jimbo's buyout, right? Especially when he has a recruit class and everything. But, but, but Aaron, that's, that's what I'm talking about though, with full implosion mode, right? Because it can get bad enough and it can get toxic enough where boosters convince themselves that the situation is untenable they like a kid that it cannot be recovered. And then we have this young talent and we have all this investment. Like we need to get a guy who's going to bring us there. And right now, if you look at Jimbo post national championship, we ran Florida state into the ground. They had the good 2020 year day and M, but outside of that, it has been worse than Kevin Sumlin actually getting into like, like significantly worse territory. Yep. Now, if they fall apart at the end of the season, like, if anybody has the money to pay somebody 90 million not to work it's a and I, I agree with you i don't think yeah. it's going to happen but that's why they're so oh, fascinating right where, where now do it.
3: where would you rank him right now and, and and let's just focus on just the sec west right now so i'm going to rank i'm going oh, to worst my opinion worst west dude no, no 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 auburn is the worst i'm just saying coaches in the sec west you know it, it goes you know alabama i would say alabama LSU Ole Miss Arkansas you can kind of flip them Mississippi State A&M then Auburn you know you're you give me that list one more
5: time give me list one I'm gonna time. go give me give me your best teams in the West right now Aaron I don't get right coaches. give me your best
3: West. teams in the West Alabama
5: yeah LSU Oh, oh, that's all I needed. That's okay, all I needed. Dude. I just finished. Yeah, I mean, I feel, it. I mean, let's go. Dude. What? LSU second in the West, dude? Let's go, bro. Okay, okay, look. We got plenty of time to shit on a make fun of Jimbo all week. It's going to be very fun. But your point is very well made.
3: JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out.
0: at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price, and help you save when you bundle home and auto.
5: Um. Yeah, you would you would rank him at the bottom of the list. You would rank a in the bottom yeah. list. And so, from an investment to a return standpoint, a and m is awful right now. Um. Shout out Dan Davis. Uh, he says go Ducks. We'll get to Oregon in a second. Uh, but now we got to talk about them LSU boys as the Tigers get it done, dude. How about that, dude? LSU, and we all knew it was a stinky line, right? But LSU had been inconsistent. We didn't exactly know what Jaden Daniels was going to show up and I'll be damned, uh, Aaron, I I'm going to start giving Jaden the benefit of the doubt now because to me, he has turned a corner now. Like you do it once. Yeah. Okay. But this is now two games in a row in which he has looked decisive. um, in, in terms of just purely throwing the ball. Right. But also when to run, they're running him a more designed quarterback. Like, like, yeah, Mike Dinbrock, the offensive coordinator, is learning his personnel more and more, understanding how to put them in good positions that they're comfortable with. But, but to me, everything goes back to Jaden and his growth post-Auburn game. It, it, it's just it, – it's yeah. fantastic. And now, dude, LSU tied for the SEC West lead with Alabama coming in to town. Dude, let's and what go. I tell dude. you
3: dude, T-Bow, what I tell let's you I would do with LSU what. I think LSU can win. I don't know what the line is right now. Early, early line for that game in two weeks. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look it up. But I think LSU can and win both, that both game. Both teams have a bye. Both, both teams have teams a, a buy. Yes. Classic obviously, LSU band a thing. Bye. Yes. Um, but when you when you look at LSU right now, and you look at the talent on both sides of the football, defensively they've been great. All for the majority of the year they've been really good. Besides, obviously the game versus, versus Tennessee, but that's it's a hell of an offense. Yeah, I know. Uh, exactly. But 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 the what Jaden has done each and every week and gotten better and better and better and better they're running the ball the receivers are looking like we thought they would from you know the catch by jerry was tremendous you know Kayshawn looks like he now gives a damn which is great like we've seen now back-to-back weeks where Kayshawn looks like he wants to be on the field like Kayshawn wants to be involved in the offense and the more you get him to to be that potential all-american type receiver that's just going to make everyone else around him better. That's going to give more one-on-one opportunities for guys like Dre, guys like Malik, guys like Brian Thomas, and you know Mason Taylor at tight end. So the talent is there on offense. The offensive line's getting better. The running backs are getting yep. better. The quarterback's getting better. The defense is good. W- why not? And you're at home. Uh, it's going to be. So, it's going to be. Brian, a okay, 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 okay. Uh-huh. I'm trying not to to pump you up too much, T-Bob, but uh, I tell you, man, there's a way to make it happen.
5: I got my wizard hat on right now, okay? So we'll just call this my Homer hat. Allow me to put on my Homer hat for a second here. And, Aaron, think about this. Alabama, for two years now, on the road, has been pretty shit, right? They were Mm -hmm. awful on the road to Texas. They were awful on the road at Texas A&M were awful on the road. I mean, not awful, but they lose the game on the road at Tennessee. And then even last year, they survived a couple scares on the road. So there's elements to like there. And and, and I think what you just hit on um, in terms of talking about the growth of all these different position groups, to me here locally, that seems to be one of the biggest storylines. Is that like you feel like you have a football team that is consistently getting better week to week? And that is something that um, it's honestly kind of been a while since you had that. Like maybe since the interim Ogeron year when Miles got fired and then you improved. But like 19 was not getting better week to week. That was just this like explosion flash in the pan. What you're seeing right now feels like a foundation being built. And uh, locally, uh, the people are beside themselves with excitement. I mean, and and you know what, for Brian Kelly, look, he gets a top 10 win. And you can say, oh, Ole Miss is top 10 frauds, and I, and I get it. And I, but but resumes, and when we judge coaches, we look at things like top 10 wins. And so for him, this was a massive statement. Like you said, the quarterbacks believe in themselves. The O-line played fantastic today. They ran it all over him. Oh, I don't think an Ole Miss defense is any good. But the point is, they have about as much confidence as you could Heading into that Alabama game, and I'll be How fascinated about, to see uh, that pays
3: dividends. No, hundred percent. How about that weekend in two weeks? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yes, I know. Tennessee going to Georgia, and then Alabama going to LSU. I I don't know if CBS is. Well, you know what that means, Alabama bro. Huh.
5: No, they did, dude. They already used their night slot on A and M Alabama, so you know what that means, dude. That means Tennessee, Georgia at two thirty, and it means Saturday night in Death yeah. Valley on ESPN six yep. o'clock. The moon yep. in the air, the stars twinkling, the electricity, and uh, we'll see.
3: It's gonna be game day. We'll see. It's gonna be game day. This game is, day will be there. This is my
5: <laughs> this is my favorite part of every year, where I spend uh, where the the entire LSU uh, uh, mind, you know, like collective mind. Uh, we spend two weeks hyping ourselves up that LSU is going to beat Alabama, and then you know, and then it doesn't hey, can happen. We, can, but, we say, but, can we but, say right
3: now? Can we say right now, yes. T. Bob, that each you and I will both put a hundred bucks on LSU money line?
5: Oh, bro After this week, you know we letting it ride. Let's do it, Let's dude. Know. For those Come that don't baby. know, on Come the on. live show on the live on the live show Thursday, Aaron helped me to get the monkey off my back. He pressured me into making the third biggest bet of my life on LSU. I didn't want to do it. I did it. I finally got a big payday. I, I, I now I know I, I you know third times a charm. Hell yes, dude. Thank you, Emer. We betting on this thing. You best believe that, bro. Yeah, LSU money line, big payments only. Um. Uh. Yeah, yeah. We were supposed to go way quicker than this. Um. My bad, bro. Uh. Okay. Okay. Uh. anything in else chat, in LSU? Yeah, no, well, no, I just I just realized that it's already 1030. And before the show, we're like, we're going to do a 30-minute show? <laughs> My bad, dude. You know, I started talking. Um, I think I'm, I'm, anything else in LSU? No, nah, we got plenty of time to talk about them. Uh, uh, either way, fantastic day in Baton Rouge. Everybody's happy. I hate Ole Miss. Fuck Ole Miss. Fuck Lane Kiffin. I actually like Lane. Lane, hey, next Nebraska coach. Jet tracking season. You saw it, dude. The, well, I don't know. Dude, we'll see. Um now let's get to uh who was it earlier in the chat that said Go Ducks? Uh because Ooh. Oregon, bro. Ooh. Oregon, Dan Davis in the chat. Oregon, how about it, Aaron? Right when you bail on USC for UCLA, Ooh. you get a little taste of your own medicine. And Bo Nix Bo and the Oregon Ducks roll UCLA. Hell of a statement, dude. I mean, what what what's your kind of
3: interpretation of it? Well, my interpretation was Bo Nix had the game of his life. 22, 28, 283, five touchdowns, under 150 yards rushing. I mean, he he literally couldn't miss. Um, it was one of those games where like, if you're a basketball player and you're shooting threes and the back, the bucket is just gigantic, that's what it seemed like to Bo. Like everything was wide open uh, and guys were wide open. I mean, y- UCLA was pretty piss poor on defense. The entire game It was pretty hard to watch. Uh, every third down conversion or fourth down conversion seemed like Oregon – was just finding ways to stay on the field and and dominate. And UCLA's offense was fine. I thought UCLA's offense did it just just did fine. DTR yeah. and, and Zach had a good game. It wasn't a great game, but it was a good enough game to win. It's just they're literally their defense could not figure out a way to slow down Oregon. And you know, listen, we we talked about both teams in LA from from USC. Your your boys, my my former boys to UCLA huh. we've kind of, we've kind of ignored Oregon. We have, I mean, ever since they got there, yes, we've, completely, we've, we've completely kind of, yeah, we've yeah, yeah. Out, of, out of sight, out of mind. And since then, all they've done is just dominate. Like literally every yeah. single game they've shown up, I know it's been against far inferior opponents, but they've dominated, they've done what they need to do. And tonight was the big statement of, hey, we can win big time football games. Um, obviously they're at home, like, Their home record over the past, I think like five, 10 years is absolutely absurd. It is hard to go there to Eugene and win football games, but this is a a good football team. It's a physical football team, but at the end of the day, it's still going to come down to if they want to go and win the Pac-12, Bo's going to have to be like what what he's been like and what he was tonight. He cannot revert back to what we saw last year. He can't go back to what we saw versus Georgia. And, and hopefully it is just a Georgia thing where he just is awful versus the dogs. But if he plays like he did tonight, that's a really, really good football team. And then obviously right now they're number one, in the pack 12 and kind of are, are going to, you know, based on their schedule, kind of run things up into that championship game.
5: Well, and then that's where it gets fascinating, right? I mean, they have the Utah test left, and then they would have the Pac-12 championship.
3: home. That's at home though. It.
5: That's and that's what I'm yep. saying. But, like, that, that that's it. Like, they, they feel today like the team that is in line to win the Pac-12. And you're right. Mm-hmm. After the Georgia waxing, um, we could have completely ignore them. But we do have to allow room for growth, right? To right. me... The ultimate example of this team is 2015 Ohio State. I think it was 15. But remember the Ohio State team that lost to Virginia Tech and they come back and win the natty? And it's not even like that's a great comparison because losing to that Virginia Tech team and this UGA team are two completely different animals, right? But the point is the only time I really watched Oregon was then, and I think that's a lot of us. And so, like, you, we, I, I think we may have a bit of a mental disconnect with just how good they are. And here's what I would say. I would rather have a one loss Oregon, a one loss Pac 12 champion Oregon in the final four than an undefeated ACC champion Clemson.
3: Yeah. Do you agree? First off, and I don't know if we're going to get to the game or not, Clemson should have fucking lost today. Yeah. Oh, I think we might have lost to him for a second. Look, I'm back. And he's, screwed. And he's back. Oh, okay, you're back. Okay. I'm okay. Back. Okay. You know okay like so Clemson like should have lost the game today. Yeah. Clemson should sure lost the game today. So yeah, I, I would, based on what we saw today, I would say that, but it's not going to happen. Like, I still think, I still think an undefeated team, regardless of how bad their conference is, still deserves to get in because it's still hard to go undefeated. Like, it's still hard to run the the, the, the table, to, to be, obviously we know the, the bullseye is huge on, on Clemson's back, Like right? They are the team in the ACC. Like, they're, they're going to get everyone's best shot each and every weekend it's not easy to go through an entire season without some kind of oopsie, without some kind of moment where you, you just don't have your best game and you lose. So I still think that is tough. So I would award them the opportunity. Obviously it's going to happen to go to an ACC or to the, to the, to the, to the final four over a one loss pac 12 team. But if, if Clemson does stumble and say they do win the ACC as a one loss team, yes, I would say a pac 12 team right now would deserve to go over the the one loss ACC team uh, to the final to the to the playoffs, I would that hey, to me if there was a one loss team in every single conference, the ACC would be the one Power Five team that I would leave out.
5: And that is exactly my point right there. Exactly my point. I mean, Clemson at this point, Aaron, is a stench. The the ACC as a whole is essentially stealing valor. They're like out there claiming to have a purple heart, like like it, it's not a Power Five. It's a power four. I, I don't know, man. I'm 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 starting to loathe Clemson a bit. Like I, they they do not like. There is. I, I get what you're saying and and how our world operates. An undefeated Clemson would get in over a one loss Pac-12 champion Oregon, but that's wrong. Like that's straight up wrong. I don't think there's any other way of, to 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 say it. Like. Oregon no, going one loss with their only loss being to a Georgia team that could also be potentially undefeated when these things are decided. Like that is a more impressive run from uh, from Oregon than it is Clemson, and and it just well, it just listen, makes me. I, angry I, what, what it, like based on what
3: there. we saw, to, what we've seen this year and what we saw tonight, I I, I want to say it, but like their schedule is just complete garbage, so it's hard for me to say it. But like Clemson is is. Clemson could fall at any moment. Right now, they they have some say so they have some issues at quarterback. You know, DJU, for those who didn't watch it, DJU got benched. Um, you know, he kind of saved Wait, his they job. Ben- birth, birth,
5: they benched birth, birth, you. Birth, the birth,
3: they benched DJU. Klubnick came in. Um didn't like play great by any means. He kind of got helped out by a, I would say, a completely BS call from the refs. Um, he did have a nice two point conversion throw. But other than that, like kind of through those first four throws, I saw, and I know he's young, and you know if they give him the the, the bye week and next week to kind of prepare, maybe he'll be a little bit better. But based on the limited reps I've seen of, of Club Nick, DJU is the better quarterback. Um, he's the more talented quarterback. He's the more gifted quarterback. And I know he's not meeting the expectations week in week out of what Clemson fans want. But if you honestly think that Cade Klubnick is going to come in there and be the better answer over DJU. You're you're going to be mistaken, and you're going to be you're going to feel it in a really really tough way at some point this season. So I think you give DJU one more opportunity. I think you give him the opportunity in the first half for Notre Dame. See how he does, and if he can, if he struggles for a second consecutive game, then yeah, maybe then you decide to go to Klubnik. But right now, this is still DJU's team. He's the better quarterback. He's the better thrower. Uh, if I'm if I'm if I'm Dabo, I'm sticking with him unless he just shits the bed one more time.
5: Uh, I mean, who who does Clemson – I mean, like, you know what? We all need to be cock lovers because we need South Carolina to beat Clemson. We need South Carolina to beat Clemson. I know they they, they absolutely can. We need them to find a way and prove that joke of a conference. They do not deserve – to get a team in the Final Four. Not when there's a competitive Pac-12 with, like, three big dogs that are actually sexy and, you know, a wazoo that is impressive and fighting its butt off and a Washington with pinnocks and exciting offense. And then you got the freaking Big 12, which top to bottom is just fantastic. The entire thing is excellent. they would be like, the ACC's got nothing. And I love Syracuse, so I'm not even trying to crap on Syracuse. I wish Syracuse would have won today. I'd put Syracuse in the playoff.
3: The game game changed with the BS call on Klubnik when he was rolling to the right and he turned up the field and the defender pushed him and he gets called for for roughing the passer when it clearly was not roughing the passer. Clemson Clemson goes and scores. Uh, Then Syracuse doesn't get the same exact call, same exact play sort of, they don't get the call on Garrick Schrader. Clemson then goes and scores right after that. The game completely flipped. Like they should have punt the ball down two scores. Um, fucking refs, I swear. These refs and Clemson, man. <laughs> nonsense, nonsense. My kids oh. freaking winning. Dude, my dad. So I'm watching the game. My dad, and my my parents were at my house. We're watching it, and he oh, was.
5: Oh no! Oh no! Papa poor, oh no! Dude. Papa
3: oh, Murray dude. Mr Syracuse himself Mr Orange was no, uh, my mom's like this is how he was at all your games like just dropping f-bombs like dad my my two-year-old son's like right here can we like slow down on the f-bombs in
5: front nah of dude two-year-olds are fucking dumb dude they can't they're fine <laughs> dude. What are gonna do? they're they gonna repeat you you good you? hey oh. I heard you use oopsie earlier how's the potty training going
3: uh we quit
5: yeah yeah, yep. Yeah. I know, bro. It's how it goes. It's it, it, how I mean look, look. Like, two day, it'll two come. days in
3: there is zero progress on the potty training. He would sit on the toilet, he wouldn't pee for twenty minutes. And as soon as we got him off, he'd just start pissing everywhere. I'm just like, This is he's it, not it ready. It's the worst. It is the not worst. Ready. We're dude. gonna give him some more time.
5: Get back in the film room. Look, we got to fix some things. you like Jimbo, you're fine. We're going to get back in the film room, figure it out for next year. Hey, next year. Mm -hmm. Okay, next year. Don't worry. We're good to go, dude. I am, I am really, yeah, I agree with Steve Molten here. And shout out Steve, dude. Him and uh, I was 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 in in there with him,
3: showed him how it's done. And uh, he just, I mean, we were feeding him treats, toys. Uh, watching videos of other like toy, like animated things of people peeing, putting the water on. I was going to say, Aaron,
5: you can't. I was going to say, Aaron, you might get into trouble if your internet history is full of like... Kids no. pissing videos. <laughs> that's no, that's no, not no, no, animated it on The live internet stream, either. You know, <laughs> and, and I said
3: animated. It was a cartoon on YouTube, which is very popular for kind of weirder, watch. but I
5: guess legally more acceptable. Sure, yeah, that's ahead. a
3: lot more legally acceptable. I guess my wife found it's like if you want your kid to pee, have him watch this YouTube video of like, all right, let's see. We were desperate. Damn it. Get off about that. Oh, I know,
5: bro, bro. I I <laughs> I get it. I, I loathe it. And I'm putting it off with my second kid as well, dude. It's the worst. Uh shout out to Alexander Von. He says, Anybody play old school RuneScape? Drop the username. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, I don't play, but I appreciate people who do. Aaron, last thing. Uh, one thing that Oregon did tell me, we're sleeping on Georgia. And I know you're saying T Bob, how are we sleeping on Georgia? The number one team in the country. But, 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 but. A lot of times, because they are so dominant, they can kind of fall into the background of some of these conversations. And because they're so dominant, we can hold them to this bar that if they don't meet, we kind of convince ourselves that they're bad. Um, that is obviously not true. And I'm not saying that this Oregon is the same Oregon team that played Georgia. They would go the same way if they played again. Like we'd probably be closer, maybe. But, but uh, just 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 be careful counting out Georgia in all of this because at the end of the day there could be a very good chance that we're having to watch kirby and the dogs lifting that trophy again at the end of the year
3: yeah obviously there's a chance i still what i saw from ohio state today and how dominant they were know iowa, iowa sucks and i was bad on offense but still like yeah
5: they kicked their ass
3: they kicked their ass but i still think ohio state's the most complete team in college football um I don't know, I, I, as a Georgia guy, I am scared as hell of that game versus Tennessee because you see what Tennessee did today, 52 points in the first half. I know it's UT Martin, but, man, you would think that they would have some hangover after last week's game versus Alabama. They only put 52 points up in the first half. So I that offense right now is a well-oiled machine that is not slowing down for anyone right now. They don't care if you're crappy, awesome on defense hung over noon game three thirty seven o'clock like that offense has one speed and that's 100 miles per hour and we're going we're going to be setting records so if you any offense that can score that many points should freak the hell out of any 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 opposing football team
5: yes especially in this era of football i feel like um All right, look, huge thank you to everyone hanging out in the chat with us right now, seeing a lot of names that I haven't seen before. We love it. Huge thank you to everybody who came out Snaps Live here in Baton Rouge on Thursday. It was fantastic. Uh, We love doing this, okay? So how you can help us, subscribe to the Volume Sports YouTube channel. If you sign up for the FanDuel Sportsbook, use the promo code SNAPS. Um, That'll get you great deals as well. And then – uh, oh, sub to the pod, right? right you know, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your pods. We're on Amazon Amp now. We have we have exciting plans for the Amazon Amp show. Like, if you ever wanted to, like, call in and kind of talk to us and ask some questions and stuff, like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's what that show's going to end up being when we figure it out on the tech side. So a lot of big plans in the works. We're so excited to be on this journey with you all. College football rules. LSU is atop the, the West. George is atop the East. The show is rolling right now. Um, Aaron, anything to add before you go out here?
3: No, man. Going to be it's Georgia Florida week starts tomorrow for me, baby. So let's go, dogs. Let's kick some some, some damn Gators up. So I'll be nice yeah. and fired up come uh, come our Monday show.
5: Hell yes! Uh, Zach Lynn says A M going four and eight. Mm. Tastes so good on the palate. What a great way to end the show. Okay. I'll, you know what, Aaron? I hate the Gators. I'll roll with you this week, dude. Go, dogs. We're about to smash him. And then, uh, okay, like, subscribe, all that stuff. We love you. We'll be back Monday, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central. And then um, that's it. You all have a great day. Uh, thank you to Ryan Brumley, our excellent producer. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you to everyone hanging out in the chat. We'll see you on Monday. College football rules. So do you. Snaps.
4: And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the Best Seller's Body Care Set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER.